0: impression on great-aunt nancy she did not answer it but she wrote aunt elizabeth that i must be a very stupid child to write such a stupid letter i felt insulted because i'm not stupid perry says he feels like going to priest pond and knocking the daylights out of great-aunt nancy i told him he must not talk like that about my family and anyhow I don't see how knocking the daylights out of great-aunt Nancy would make her change her opinion about me being stupid. I wonder what daylights are, and how you knock them out of people. I have three cantos of the white lady finished. I have the heroine immured in a convent, and I don't know how to get her out, because I am not a Catholic i suppose it would have been better if i had a protestant heroine but there were no protestants in the days of chivalry i might have asked lofty john last year but this year i can't because i've never spoken to him since he played that horrid joke on me about the apple when i meet him on the road i look straight ahead just as lofty as he does i have called my pig after him to get square cousin jimmy has given me a little pig for my own When it is sold I am to have the money, I mean to give some for missionaries and put the rest in the bank to go to my education, and I thought if I ever had a pig I would call it Uncle Wallace, but now it does not seem to me proper to call pigs after your uncles, even if you don't like them. Teddy and Perry and Ilse and I play we are living in the days of chivalry, and Ilse and I are distressed damsels rescued by gallant knights. Teddy made a splendid suit of armour out of old barrel staves, and then Perry made a better one out of old tin boilers hammered flat, with a broken saucepan for a helmet. Sometimes we play at the tansy patch. I have a queer feeling that Teddy's mother hates me this summer. Last summer she just didn't like me. Smoke and Buttercup are not there now. They disappeared mysteriously in the winter teddy says he feels sure his mother poisoned them because she thought he was getting too fond of them teddy is teaching me to whistle but aunt laura says it is unladylike so many jolly things seem to be unladylike sometimes i almost wish my aunts were infidels like dr burnley he never bothers whether say is unladylike or not but no it would not be good manners to be an infidel It would not be a new moon tradition. Today I taught Perry that he must not eat with his knife. He wants to learn all the rules of etiquette. And I am helping him learn a recitation for school examination day. I wanted Ilse to do it, but she was mad because he asked me first and she wouldn't. But she should, because she is a far better reciter than I am. I am too nervous. June 14th Dear Father, we have composition in school now, and I learned today that you put in things like this, quotation marks, when you write anything anybody has said. I didn't know that before. I must go over all my letters to you and put them in, and after a question you must put a mark like this, question mark, and when a letter is left out, apostrophe, which is a comma up in the air miss brownell is sarcastic but she does teach you things i'm putting that down because i want to be fair even if i do hate her and she is interesting although she is not nice i have written a description of her on a letterball i like writing about people i don't like better than about those i do like aunt laura is nicer to live with than aunt elizabeth but aunt elizabeth is nicer to write about I can describe her faults, but I feel wicked and ungrateful if I say anything that is not complimentary about dear Aunt Laura. Aunt Elizabeth has locked your books away and says I'm not to have them till I'm grown up, just as if I wouldn't be careful of them, dear father. She says I wouldn't because she found that when I was reading one of them, I put a tiny pencil dot under every beautiful word. They didn't hurt the book a bit, dear father.' Some of the words were dingles, pearled, musk, dappled, intervales, glen, bosky, piping, shimmer, crisp, beechen, ivory. I think those are all lovely words, father. Aunt Laura lets me read her copy of A Pilgrim's Progress on Sundays. I call the big hill in the road to White Cross the delectable mountain because it is such a beautiful one. Teddy lent me three books of poetry. One of them was Tennyson, and I have learnt the bugle song off by heart, so I will always have it. One was Mrs. Browning. She is lovely. I would like to meet her. I suppose I will when I die, but that may be a long time away. The other was just one poem called Saurabh and Rustam. After I went to bed, I cried over it. Aunt Elizabeth said, What are you sniffling about? i wasn't sniffling i was weeping sore she made me tell her and then she said you must be crazy but i couldn't go to sleep until i had thought out a different end for it a happy one june the twenty-fifth dear father there has been a dark shadow over this day i dropped my saint in church it made a dreadful noise i felt as if everybody looked at me aunt elizabeth was much annoyed Perry dropped his too soon after. He told me after church he did it on purpose because he thought it would make me feel better, but it didn't because I was afraid the people would think it was me dropping mine again. Boys do such queer things. I hope the minister did not hear because I am beginning to like him. I never liked him much before last Tuesday. His family are all boys and I suppose he doesn't understand little girls very well. Then he called it New Moon. Aunt Laura and Aunt Elizabeth were both away, and I was in the kitchen alone. Mr. Dare came in and sat down on Saucy Sal, who was asleep in the rocking chair. He was comfortable, but Saucy Sal wasn't. He didn't sit on her stomach. If he had, I suppose he would have killed her. He just sat on her legs and tail. Sal yelled, but Mr. Dare is a little deaf and didn't hear her and I was too shy to tell him. But Cousin Jimmy came in just as he was asking me if I knew my catechism, and said, Catechism, is it? Lawful heart, man, listen to that poor dumb beast. Get up if you're a Christian. So Mr. Dare got up and said, Dear me, this is very remarkable. I thought I felt something moving. I thought I would write this to you, dear father, because it struck me as humorous. When Mr. Dare finished asking me questions, I thought it was my turn, and I would ask him some about some things I've wanted to know for years. I asked him if he thought God was very particular about every little thing I did, and if he thought my cats would go to heaven. He said he hoped I never did wrong things, and that animals had no souls. And I asked him why we shouldn't put new wine in old bottles aunt elizabeth does with her dandelion wine and the old bottles do just as well as new ones he explained quite kindly that the bible bottles were made of skins and got rotten when they were old it made it quite clear to me then i told him i was worried because i knew i ought to love god better than anything but there were things i loved better than god he said what things And I said, flowers and stars and the wind woman and the three princesses and things like that. And he smiled and said, But they are just a part of God, Emily. Every beautiful thing is. And all at once I liked him ever so much and didn't feel shy with him any more. He preached a sermon on heaven last Sunday. It seemed like a dull place. I think it must be more exciting than that. I wonder what I will do when I go to heaven, since I can't sing. I wonder if they will let me write poetry. But I think church is interesting. Aunt Elizabeth and Aunt Laura always read their Bibles before the service begins. But I like to stare around and see everybody and wonder what they are thinking of. It's so nice to hear the silk dresses swishing up the aisles. Bustles are very fashionable now, but Aunt Elizabeth will not wear them. I think Aunt Elizabeth would look funny with a bustle. Aunt Laura wears a very little one. Your lovingest daughter, Emily B. Starr. P.S. Dear Father, it is lovely to write to you. But, oh, I never get an answer back. E.B.S. End of Section 19 Recording by Leanne Fortune